0: what do you think is the biggest, best common sense change they've made in the XFL? What's the thing when you heard it that you liked the most?
1: Well, I think that the pace is going to be, I think that's probably going to be the most impactful. And I think it's going to be the best for the game because, you know, when I was at the NFL and and in my conversations with the college rules committee, the, the downtime in in a football game is something that is concerning. There's you know, a three-hour NFL games are three hours and six minutes long, and there's probably only about 16 minutes of actual football. So there's a whole lot of downtime. And what the XFL is trying to do is reduce some of that downtime. So with the 25-second play clock, there's a, there's a dedicated ball spotter. They're on the field. They're not one of the officials, but the officials are out of that, and that person's only going to be responsible for spotting the football. So I think we're going to see a, a better pace, and more plays, which is what people want. They don't want to see people just standing around doing nothing. So so I think that's going to be um, one of the things I'm most excited about.
0: Dean, how will the ability for coaches to talk to all players impact this? Because I initially thought with a 25-second play clock, it's going to be difficult. But basically, you can, if you're Pep Hamilton, let's say, of the defenders – you can be talking and wide receivers, running backs, linemen, they're all hearing what you're saying. So maybe you get up to the line of scrimmage and you kind of call things then.
1: Yeah. I think that was one of the, one of the things with the shorter window, you know, after the play to the next snap, it was important. The communication was going to be really important. And so with, with the coach to player communication system, the pep will be able to talk to not, not everyone, but all the skilled players. So quarterback backs, receivers, because that will allow them to you know get the play call, not have to be necessarily in the huddle, can be up on the ball and ready to go. And on the defensive side of the ball, you have, can have up to three players with a speaker, and so you can get that defensive play call. So So I think that's really going to help because again, it is going to, when you think about a 40 second plot, clock in the NFL and college to 25, um, it is going to feel quicker. And I think one of the things that, that with that communication it's going to help the players, Um, You know, so where we don't have delay of games and we don't have issues like that.
0: Dean Blandino with us here on Grant and Danny in D.C. Give us some other differences. I I mean, I know a lot of uh, hardcore NFL fans have, you know, have been upset in recent years about some of the hit rules, you know, where quarterbacks can't be touched, etc. Is does the XFL have differences there? Just give me some of the on the ground play to play type differences that we'll see uh, when we tune in this Saturday
1: yeah, I think you know player safety is is of utmost importance. and and the xFL rules, you know they're based in NFL rules. so so there's some changes. But if you know ninety percent of the rules are, are really NFL rules. And when it comes to player safety and protecting players in a defenseless posture, it'll look the same. But what we want our officials to understand it, and the NFL preaches this as well, is we don't want to be overly technical. and and we want to make sure that when when there's a foul, you see the whole action, it's clear, and we're going to stay away from, from those, those kind of 50-50 calls. You're not sure. Don't be overly technical. Let's make sure that the fouls are there. I, I think one of the things the fans are going to see right away, I mean, opening kickoff, the kickoff is going to look a lot different, at least at the beginning of the play. And, and it's what the league did, which was, you know, they put a lot of time into this. They said, okay, when the returner catches the football, where are the other players? Where are they on the field? and instead of going through that that big run up and having the kicking team start from their own 30 or 35 let's put them let's put them at the other end of the field where they are on average when the returner catches the football so you're going to see you're going to see 10 players on the kicking team at the return team's 35 10 return team players on their own 30 so they're only going to be 5 yards apart on those on those yard lines and they can't move until the ball is touched so it's going to look a lot more just like a regular scrimmage play and you're not going to have those big that big run up and potentially those high impact collisions.
0: Dean Blandino, you see him on Fox Sports as a rules expert. He is running the officiating and helping with the rules, getting the word out on the XFL with us now. on Grant and Danny, I love the two point conversion situation the XFL's designed as well. Very different. Yeah. There will be no extra points, and it. I want strategy. You know, that's really what I like from a coaching standpoint, and I think this implements way more strategizing for coaches than previously. Can you explain the two-point conversion rules?
1: Yeah, this is definitely going to add a layer of of strategy to the game because there's no extra point kick. So you can go for one point from the two-yard line, you can go for two points from the five, and you can go for three from the ten. So so it does add that extra layer. It now makes the the nine-point game, it's now a one-score game, you know, the 12-point the game is no longer a two-touchdown game. So, so this is really going to be interesting to see how coaches approach this. Obviously, there's going to be situations that dictate later in the game that you go for two or three or whatever it is. But, but now you have the ability to come back in a nine-point game. And, and we'll see, you know, if they like their chances, you know, they like their offense and the matchup, maybe they go for three early. It's going to be exciting to see how it all plays out.
0: Dean some other differences the double forward pass I, I don't know how someone's going to use it but I bet you somebody smart right yeah. now has a play that will maybe see week one how
1: will that logistically work yeah so you, you know you've seen we've seen this in the NFL you know the Patriots have used it to great success you know whether it was it was Amendola or Edelman where Brady would throw it back now you know that first pass doesn't have to be backwards so it adds a an extra kind of wrinkle in the playbook to where normally the defense can relax. If you have a forward pass, that first forward pass. Now we know we just got to go tackle. Now there's, there's that layer of, okay, he could still, if it's behind the line of scrimmage, he could still throw another forward pass. So it's just going to, it's just going to add another, like I said, another wrinkle to the playbook and it could be, who knows, it could be a really exciting play and we'll see how the teams you know, decide to use it. Would
0: that, work by way of the rules, Dean, in terms of implementation, if I uh, have a a jet sweep action in front of, like, shotgun, and I do that now famous in the league as well, tap pass. That's considered a pass, not a run. If I do that little tap pass timing play, could that guy then kind of get to the end of the line, turn and throw back?
1: Exactly right. Yeah. That's that thing. You see that jet sweep where they don't hand it, they kind of pitch it forward. Well, they do that because if they don't make the exchange, it hits the ground. It's a dead ball. But now... NFL college, all that player can do is run or throw another back a, a backward pass. Now they can throw a forward pass. So again, it adds another layer.
0: I also like overtime. You know, uh, while you're here, I mean, this is not your problem anymore. But it is still outrageous to me that in overtime, uh, both teams don't definitively get the football number one and number two that we have ties. I I just I can't believe we hate that ties, we moved. Dean for getting more ties with a 10-minute overtime. I'll, I'll never be okay with that, and it's the most frustrating thing about the NFL. But that having been said, the XFL is trying to clean that up, and they're going with like a hockey shootout-style philosophy. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'll take it over the NFL, if you don't mind educating people on that.
1: Yeah. And that's one of those things, no overtime, everybody. Overtime is such a polarizing con, you know, you know, discussion point, and, and nothing's per- perfect. But we really think that this overtime is going to be exciting. Like you said, like a hockey shootout, like penalty kicks in soccer, each team will get five tries from the five-yard line, and they'll alternate tries. Like both each ends of the field, right? Well, no, they're going to be at one end. Originally, okay. there was some discussion at both ends, um, but it's going to be just one end of the field, and they'll alternate, they'll alternate tries, each try is worth two points, and then at the end of five, um, whoever has the most, you know, you can get to a point where it's, say it's, you know, it's 3 nothing and it's over, but at the end of five, whoever has more points wins. If they're still tied, they'll go to a sudden death where they'll just alternate until we get a winner. So, so what's exciting about the overtime is that really every play in overtime is either a score or a stop, and then I think that's going to be, I think fans are going to like that.
0: What would you think of the OPI? Called on George Kittle in the Super Bowl.
1: That that was quickly shifting gears. The, uh, (laughs) you know, it's it's a foul. It's I don't think you know it wasn't uh, you know a blatant push off, but he did extend his arm. That's what the officials are looking for. He had full extension of the arm. It prevented the the defensive player from closing the gap. I don't think he needed to do it necessarily, but he did have full extension of the arm, and and I I thought it wasn't foul. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone.
0: Stream minor league affiliates.
1: The Midwest
0: League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go! Alvarez!